on the beat. Giving you a new story right now. I have a question that I'd like to discuss with you. Actually, I'd like you to answer because I encounter this. I'm debating whether to use the word tragedy. Well, I will. I think it's a tragedy. Did your child change when he or she went to college? Or now going to college? And if so, was it for the better? Is it a finer person, better values than you sent? Is it the, essentially the same person with the understanding, obviously, that between 19 and 21 or whatever it is, 18 and 23, people change, hopefully by maturing and so on. That's inevitable, hopefully. Uh, but Or is, uh, is the person you sent different in a sad way that they are not quite as nice as before and or they have very different values than those with which they went to college. So Colin, I, I want to hear your story. I want to see what happens and I want to help you if I can. Actually, I do try to help in, in any number of ways. The number is 18Prager776, 877-243-7776. I have said often that sending your child to college is akin to playing Russian roulette with their values. But the the gun has more than one bullet in it. In other words, the odds are you do get shot. That's my contention. By the way, I didn't ask only for those of you whose kids got worse values, at least in your view and perhaps in mine as well. They, I'm, I'm opening it up as much to people who, where the kid, you know, is not in any way badly affected and some may even have a good influence on them there may be a good influence on them by going to college but this is not new this is this really began in my generation the baby boomers i remember sitting at the tables with kids my age and their parents and they would say things to the parents which were completely different from the parents' values. And the parents had not gone to college. And they felt paralyzed, intellectually paralyzed. Like, well, you know, my kid goes to college. What, what do I know? How, how am I going to argue with that? And I, I remember in, in two particular areas... I remember, and this is, we're talking about the the late 60s and the 70s, and the my generation would say to the parent, oh, you know, you, in effect, you don't know what you're talking about. The United States is an imperialist country. Give me a break. And we're fighting an imperialist war.
in in Vietnam, and we're just slaughtering innocents. And I don't know why you have such a romantic view of America, but you know I learned the truth about the country, which is steeped in racism. I mean, none, none, in other words, none of this is new. The, the, what's new, I'll tell you what's new. I mean, from that perspective, it's just it's gotten more radical. In other words, we don't have to teach Shakespeare in the English department because he's a, a white European male. So that's the, the seeds were planted in my generation, but uh, it hadn't they hadn't yet grown into full trees or full plants. They hadn't borne fruit. Ooh, I'm very poetic today, aren't I? So that happened then. The other arena was, you know, Dad, give me a break. You know, you're, you know, I love you, Dad, but you're a sexist. In whatever view the father might come out with, and if the mother agreed with the father, that was doubly pathetic. Ma, you, you know, you, you're so, you're downtrodden, Mom. You, you don't, you don't see it. You don't, you're not aware of that. And that's essentially what was what was taking place. So this is not new, but it's it, it's much worse. As bad as it was then, it is. It, I don't know if it's much worse. It's just worse. I have advocated to parents that they not send their child to college right after high school. The ideal is to work for a year, especially uh, as a waiter or waitress. I think that it has a built-in conservatism. Can you guess why? I'm looking at the living martyr. Why do I think, and I may be wrong, but, what, but you know me so well in my thinking, why do I think that a, a year as a waiter or a waitress will, is likely, obviously nothing is, is guaranteed at all, but is likely to make your child a bit more conservative than liberal, more right than left. There are a lot of reasons. I mean, okay, go ahead. You have to work with the public. Therefore, you have to work with the public, therefore. You see what people are like. You're outside of the bubble of education. So you're outside the bubble of education. No, okay, that's a fair one. I'm sorry? You're in the real world. You're in the real world. That's a very important aspect. It was not what I was thinking, but I completely, uh, I completely assent, and I will add it in my own mind. Because reality is conservative, it, it's wishful thinking. It's it's uh, it, it's make believe world uh, that animates the the left. And uh, I mean, I always try to give an example because um, generalizations are fine, but you need examples. It's a make believe world, for example, that men will do fifty percent of the housework. It, it just is. It's a make-believe world. That fifty percent of the diapering, fifty percent of the of everything. That we're going to have a fifty-fifty relationship. They if it, such things exist. I have never encountered one uh, personally, and I've never encountered one asking on the air, asking young married couples to call in. Do do you have a fifty-fifty relationship? It's it's. Okay, so that's a, that's a, that's a bubble. What I was thinking of is this: 
I believe that leftism is feelings-based. You feel compassion, so you raise the minimum wage. But, of course, it's misplaced compassion because so many people suffer as well. But it doesn't matter. It's feelings. I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel. That's all that matters. And it's not behaviorist. Being a waiter or waitress, waitress means your feelings are secondary to your behavior. When that happens, you're on the road to being a conservative. As soon as you know that you're, you must control your behavior no matter how you feel, that's one of the great moments of metamorphosis into a conservative. Which is the, we have a number, you mean the Ben one? No, the one on... We have a... I learned more Oh, yes, we have we have a few uh, preview videos on this. We have the girl who, who said she learned more at McDonald's than at college. That's right, exactly to the point. Incidentally, she got terrible, terrible, uh, painful flack uh, at her college for saying that. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it may be the only preview video that has a sort of unhappy ending. I'm, I, I level with you folks all the time. That's how much flack she got for saying that. Isn't that amazing? Well, no, I take it back. It's a stupid word. Isn't that revealing? Not isn't that amazing. It is not amazing at all. But uh, Ben Shapiro, uh, what is it? Um, facts, matter fa facts matter more than your facts. Facts matter more than your feelings. Facts don't care. Facts don't care about your feelings. We have a few of those. All right, I will take your calls upon re re resuming the Dennis Prager show. Well, actually, it's not, that's not correct. Upon my resuming speaking to you, the Dennis Prager show continues now by bringing to your attention the people who make the Dennis Prager show possible. All right, I'm curious to hear from you, and I think a lot of people will be interested, whether they have children or not. What happened when your child went to college, or what is happening with your child in college now? Is your child the better person for going to college? Same person, not as good a person. Are their values what they were when they went to college? Have they changed for the better, for the worse? That's my question. Okie dokie, I'll try to get as varied a response. I'm not skewing the responses. Just want you to know that. That's, that's important. If you called in, I'll try to get your call. Simple as that. Rob in Columbus, Ohio. Hi, Dennis Prager. Hi, Dennis. It's a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. Um, yeah, um, I have a son who's 24 years old, and uh, growing up, we're a, uh, there's a Republican and a Democrat in the family, mom and dad. I'm the Republican. But uh, he grew up with a lot of love, and he grew up with a religious um, upbringing as well. So he, he even volunteered to go to confirmation in his church, which I was stunned. I thought that was a Is it a Catholic story. church? No, it's a uh, it's Church of Christ. Uh, so, and, and, and how, often, how often would you go to church? We went every Sunday. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah. Good. Right. All right. Go on. So, and uh, so he was looking for schools. He's an excellent student, um, award-winning, blah blah blah. So he had some choice 
but he chose DePaul. We have family there. It seemed like a great hookup. I was impressed with the university, but I didn't know anything about it. Short, uh, long story short, four years later, this kid is radical. You know, he sends shots of him at uh, rallies and getting involved in these things. But, you know, I'm glad he's an activist and engaged. I was kind of proud of him that, you know, he's doing things. But as the years went on, I realized that um, he was really focusing on leftist issues, socialism. I found out his roommates were socialists. And, you know, this all kind of comes out. Four years goes by pretty quick. But this stuff comes out, and now when the last time he was home, he found an in Primus uh, uh, article on gender, gender gender politics, and he went through the roof, and I was really stunned. And he said, "This is not acceptable in my house, and he doesn't even live there anymore." <laughs> uh, this is not acceptable in my house. This is not acceptable in my house. I said, first of all, this isn't your house." Ha, right. All, Good. I want. I want to know how you reacted. Go on. Well, well, you saw no, no, no. You be, you were beginning. You said you were beginning to answer. So you said this is not your house. This is my house. What else did you say, if anything? And I said also, I'm offended. I'm your father. I'm the same person that you've always known. Why? Who do you think I am that you can talk to me this way? I, I I'm, I'm stunned that you would see me as someone who means you harm or has like a, a, an agenda that is counter to how you were raised. Um, he later apologized and said that this topic is very close to him because he has, he's gay, he has a black boyfriend, which is pretty radical, and that's part of self-guard, but we, we love his partner. We really do. We anyway, the article, the gender article, had nothing to do with gay. No, it didn't. Uh, it's, th this it's is... The, it's one of the many issues. I know. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. How So... Has your how did your wife react to his comment? This is my house. Wants me to settle. Well, I'm a little more political and I'm a little bit more engaged in right of center politics. No, 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 no. Forget that. I know that. That's why I'm asking. The issue here is not politics. It's not his house. That's an audacious, disrespectful thing to say. And I don't That's want this here. Enough. And I don't want this idea in my house. Is totalitarian. There you go. That's it. That's the problem. And I think that, yeah, in my house, in my, in my family. So are, um, are, I, I assume, I, I pray you're on speaking terms. We are on excellent terms. Okay, guys. good, we are good. On excellent terms. All right, thank God. That's what I wanted to hear. Good. I, that's when I really feel bad. I mean, I feel bad, period. But, you know, it's very interesting. I said from the beginning... Why did LGBT, why did LGB add T? It, ha, it has nothing to do with LGB. Unless you want to end gender distinctions, and LGB is not really about gay rights. It's about ending gender distinction. Q, the T, forget the Q, the T has nothing to do with LGB. Okay, well, it breaks my heart, some of these stories. Uh, let's get a good story here. Tony in Minneapolis. Hi, Tony. Dennis Prager. Hi. Hi, Dennis. How are you doing? Really well, thank you. 
right, thank you. First thing, uh, thank you so much for being a part of my life. It's a joy to be one. Thank you. Um, my daughter is in the University of Wisconsin system. and Is or was? What then? Is or was? She is. She's now a senior. Is she at Ma uh, in Madison? Is she at Madison? In uh, Eau Claire. Oh, okay, too bad. So I'm speaking at uh, UW-Madison uh, next month. Oh. All right, anyway, okay, go good. on. Yep. So the first year and a half, I'd say, was a complete battle between us. Hmm. I would call her a couple times a week and ask about classes, and she started to buy into this indoctrination type stuff. And then I always throw back, you know, rational questioning and that kind of thing. And she did get a waitressing job a couple of years ago. Now I can proudly say as a senior, she calls me and tells me about the ridiculousness. And she advises me. And then I always ask her, well, what did you learn about it? And that kind of stuff. But I'm telling you that first, I'd say about a year and a half. It was brutal because. It so were you were you on the lookout for changes, or she simply yes. expressed them? I was on the lookout. Ah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here is a father who did the right thing. You've got to find out from day one. Forget you know. Do you, do you have a boyfriend or girlfriend? You know that's a. I don't care whether you ask that. I want yeah, you to know what's going on in their mind, and you did, and that's that's why he, Tony, was able to prevail. It has to be nipped in the bud, or the bud will flower. Boy, I'm in botanical metaphor day here, I have to say. <laughs> that's very good. We shall return. You're listening to The Dennis Prager Show. I'm Dennis Prager. It's a joy to be with you. The question is, did your child change at college? For the better, for the worse, didn't change, all's good. Great values, awful values, mediocre values, no values. Is it possible to have no values? It's an interesting question. You think it is? I think it's possible to have no conscious values. It's not possible to have no values. That such a person doesn't exist. They may be a nihilist, and, and their value is that there aren't any values. That's, but that's a value too, in my view. Okay, and let's go to Mary in Lincoln, Alabama. Hi, Mary. Hello. Hi. Um, I uh, I don't have a student in college, but when I went to college, I noticed that uh, my standards for myself fell dramatically, academic, and my moral compass just kind of disappeared. Um, I stopped showing up for classes. I was a straight-A student. I had perfect attendance. I started sleeping in. Um, and if it hadn't really been for my family being super conservative and outspoken about it, um, I probably would have just fallen into the liberal trap. It's really, really easy. All of the teachers, um, they kind of push it. And then all the other students are like, yeah, let's get on that bandwagon. Give me give me two examples of what's on the bandwagon, values-wise. Uh, there were 
I guess most of the, uh, like, sociology and psychology teachers, um, mostly the liberal arts uh, classes that I took, you could tell they were kind of bent towards, um, I guess, the uh, gender equality and stuff, even though I'm only 33, but, you know, that was several years ago. Um, it, it seemed like all the papers, if you wrote and you had a conservative or a Christian bent to your paper, you got to see. <laughs> um, so you kind of had to learn to play the teacher's game, and eventually you kind of started believing it as you wrote it down on paper. Well, when you say gender equality, n no Christian, you mentioned, I think you mentioned Christianity, has a... Yes. Uh, has a problem with that if it's inherent in the in, in in the world view of the bible that the men and women are equal so you mean uh, more than that obviously you, you mean yeah, well, more you the, mean the uh, same more not the, equality any but gender, any gender you pick and that yes right yeah, okay that's a gender gender yeah. confusion um, yeah right not equality <laughs> Right. So your um, parent did it, your it was parents? Very hard to avoid that. I'm sorry. Uh, so it was just very hard to avoid the. Uh, no, it's impossible actually. Where did you go to college? Uh, Georgia Southern um, in uh, Statesboro. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter where, which is the point. One of the points I do want to make to parents: it, it doesn't have to be uh, one of the you know eastern or one of the coastal prestigious universities it doesn't matter where it is it's, it's these are the views that prevail so just finally your parents were able to intervene as it were because they spoke to you about this like the other parent who just called uh, pretty much basically when i would say something they would be like well have you thought about this and kind of i guess uh play devil's advocate they'd bring out the conversation and by actually making me talk about it and use my brain <laughs> right. to uh, justify my, you know, my beliefs. It actually made me think, hey, wait a minute, that's just not, you know, that's not right. So well, I actually, did you finally they didn't tell me point blank. Right. Uh -huh. So they did it in a, in a very sweet way. Sometimes. Other times, they're like, well, that was just stupid. Good. Uh, Good. No, no, no. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I think they should have said that. That's exactly right. Well, thank you for the call. <laughs> well, the, see, there. that's what I mean when I say I learn from the show, as I, you know, you, you often write that to me. But I, I'm learning, too. What parents can do early on intellectual intervention. That's what we're talking about. Not showing up necessarily in the room and you know perusing the room or the lifestyle but wait a minute what did you say that's that's key we'll be back you are listening to the dennis prager show triple g the gentle gentile giant aka sean mcconnell aka the show's engineer aka truxton umstead said he's the gentle gentle giant he's the gentle gentle giant triple G. the amount of nonsense on this show is truly remarkable we go from the sub sublime to the absurd so rapidly that I, sometimes it takes my breath away he said 
This is so important, we should do this regularly. That's an interesting reaction. It is that important. Of course, it's, it's everything. What happens to your children at college? Can you think of a more important subject <laughs> when you think about McConnell, it? McConnell, great guy. That's, that was cute. That's very cute. That's a new one. Michael in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. Hi. Hello, Mr. Berger. Hi. Um, I just was uh, listening to the conversation, and um, I wanted to call in. I am a, I'm a college graduate. I went to Temple University in Philadelphia. And um, I, uh, I was, I believe, I mean, in high school, I went to a Catholic high school, Catholic grade school. Um, I think I was able to keep my values and um, a lot of my views through college, despite having, um, I mean, a, quite a number of uh, fairly, uh, I would say, biased teachers or instructors. Um, I was able to keep my values because not only the jobs I worked and uh, the jobs my parents had, um, they're blue collar, and my dad's a paving contractor, um, my mom's an office secretary. Um, I worked in like horse horse stables, landscaping, um, restaurants to pay for school, and uh, I would you just you learn that the outside, like the real world, not as um, I don't know how to say it, as uh, it is depicted in college. Correct. It's exactly what so, the, I mean, the what we said about the waiter and waitress. The, the more you have reality, the less you're on the left. It's like I always say: people who people who know what evil is. They're overwhelmingly conservative. That's why, that's why the immigrants from Cuba are much more conservative than the immigrants from Mexico. The immigrants from Mexico do not know the evil that the immigrants from Cuba do. You know evil, you're a conservative. So good. All right, I appreciate you calling. All right, thank you, Mr. Breger. Thank you. Appreciate it. Good. Next, uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, Jody in Anaheim, California. Hi. 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 Hey, um, I this is a very intriguing topic. The reason I called is my situation is different. I am college educated. My daughter's 26 now, but we sent her to community college for a year. She um, got tired of the craziness and and left community college went into the workforce, but she is spouting the same lines, the same rhetoric that my friends who sent their kids to four-year universities mm. are saying. So her, she's been influenced by her friends. Exactly. Who are in the universities and right. colleges. And the talking points are exactly the same. My friends and I laugh at the ridiculousness because they have no independent idea. I would like you to ask your daughter if she were to rate America on a 1 to 10 scale, 1 being a horrific country, 10 being a terrific country, what she would rate it. Well, that is interesting. I've not asked her to rate it, but she definitely has a lesser view of the United that's States. That's right. Yes, that's key. That's fundamental and, to And me. we've argued. Right. We have argued. Mm -hmm. um, I have traveled to other parts of the world. She has not. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she's not had the experience of seeing slums in Kenya or, you know, the people who live in oppression in Israel. Um, I, I went to Israel in December, and it was amazing. Um, so she has not experienced other parts of the world and, and has, you know, she doesn't have that 
comparison. That's correct. Thank you. Yeah, the lesson of that one is you don't have to go for four years. That's that's correct. And uh, Roberta, Detroit, Michigan. Hello, Roberta. Dennis Prager. Hello, Dennis. How are you? Very well, thank you. Okay, I would like to say that uh, my husband and I, we're extremely conservative. We come from a military police enforcement family. We have three children. And uh, our oldest son has always been conservative, always was conservative. And we sent him away, and it was hard to send our kids away to school. We had to work very hard because we wanted to help them as much as we could financially and supporting them in their academics. And we sent our son away to Eastern Michigan, and he would come home on Thanksgiving and Christmas and Easter, and he was our, you know, good son. I mean, our, our very conservative son, but when he came home for the summer... After his first year, there was a dramatic change. I mean, A to Z. He was um, very anti-American, very angry. Um, he would question us on the choices we had made in life. And on our uh, Republican values, he would question if we really understood the world or not. And um, we listened to a lot of that for almost the entire summer until finally my husband said, you know, son, I love you and I want you to be educated, and I, but I simply cannot, cannot send you back to that school with my money. You know, he just said, you are, you are so angry, and some of the things that you say are just not thought out. They're more emotional than they what are happened? rational. Great, you know? great, great. What happened then? Well, first of all, well, my son did not go back to school because we simply told him we're not. Did, you're not going to go away and take our values. And no, no, we're not going to pay for you to have contempt for us in our country. That's that's yeah, in, 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 in one sense. So what happened? So he did not go back to school because we told him we're not going to we're not going to pay your way. Right. And, and he did. But he is a very talented young man. He has gotten uh, involved in a business where... How are his values has, right now? Okay, well, he's... All right, but we got to take a break. I, I'm still dying to find the end here. All right, everybody, Dennis Prager here. For the sake of time, I asked the living martyr to speak to Roberta off-air during the break and get the conclusion. We're, we're all sitting on pins and needles awaiting the answer for, <laughs> from, from Roberta in Detroit. And it turns out that he's still a socialist, even though he's in business, no longer in college. But the year did it. Detroit. Parents, conservative home, military home, one year, and college, socialist. You are not obligated to pay to have your child have contempt for everything you hold dear. Yes, just remember that. It's very important. It's also important to confront your child. Parents are afraid. It's a big problem today. Parents are afraid of their children. This is what I stand for, and let me tell you why. Now, the thing is, and this is a big thing, and it's not easy. 
I do this for a living, so it's easy for me, or easier. It's never easy, but much easier. You don't have the time or perhaps the, the ability to make these arguments as effectively as someone like myself, just as I can't do what you do. We, have, we each have a, an area of special ability. So, but you can hone up on arguments. America is an imperialist country? Really? Why did we fight and lose 37,000 men in Korea? And I'll tell you exactly what your child will say. I'm sorry, I don't know anything about the Korean War. You went to college for four years and you don't know what the Korean War is? But, but you do know what cisgender is? What crap, what crap did you study for four years? disgrace that there is a single college student in America who doesn't know about the Korean War. 37,000 men killed, God knows how many, terribly wounded and injured, traumatized, all to keep one half of the Korean Peninsula free. Not a single natural resource did we fight for there. Well, we'll do this again because the, 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 the lines, everyone... Oh, my God, Denny in, in Anaheim, 22-year-old son, we, we've hardly spoken in over a year. Oh, you know what the key on one of the calls was? My son came home angry. That's part of getting a, a B.A. at college. You've got to be angry. Michael Medved is